0: So, Brian, I don't know if you saw this, but the folks at Scream Factory detailed their release of the thing that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. I'm sure you did see this. I'm just joking.
1: Actually, I, I missed the details. I I glanced at
0: it, but stupidly I didn't... Uh, what are you talking about? I thought you would even tweeted it out. I thought I, I even I you.
1: did, but I tweet things sometimes without reading them, <laughs> mm-hmm. as, as irresponsible as that is. <laughs> so, so, do tell. Do <laughs> tell me some things that you liked about it.
0: Okay, well... Um, <laughs> That is the funniest thing I think you've ever said to me. Uh, <laughs> but it all makes sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, well, f- well. Funnily enough, when I, I was my I guess this answers my second question is that I was going to ask you if you had already pre-ordered the deluxe limited edition version that uh, that they were offering. Um, but I'm assuming you didn't.
1: No, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I do love the movie. It's one of my favorite things, right? But I just the deluxe limited, I just don't.
0: Well, don't don't, don't fret too hard about it because it's already sold out.
1: That, and that's and that's the other thing. I think by the time I realized it was even a thing, it was already sold out. So then I I didn't really lose a lot of, I didn't have a lot of anguish. Let's say. Yeah,
0: I mean, the, I think they said that it sold out within twelve hours, and it wasn't that much more expensive than the regular one. The, the deluxe limited edition one was only thirty five dollars, and then the other version is like I don't know under thirty, but the deluxe limited edition version came with um, two posters, but then also a second slipcover case for the film. If you didn't like one of them, you could just switch it out, which, and, and that's pretty much it. That was like the exclusive limited edition version was just like two posters plus um, an alternate slip cover. And then also this version is shipping three weeks before the street date. So, you'll get it earlier.
1: That is cool. That is certainly cool. But have we, I mean, I feel like we've talked about slipcovers on the show at some point, and I'm just not, I mean, they're fine. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're just, they're, uh, sometimes I leave them on, mostly I take them off. um, But they get bent and messed up really easily, and so I just don't want to make them part of my permanent collection because they, I just know that. If they get all dinged up, then I'm going to be irritated. So let's just take them out of the equation, which is kind of my position on it. But I know a lot of people love them, and you can. I remember Sean of the Screamcast, uh, you know, a year ago or more, was talking about selling his um, slip covers for because there are some people out there that just love them. So he would sell each individual one and lots of them, and people would buy that stuff, and yeah, it's crazy
0: i i mean we could go off on a tangent about that right now but um, i guess <laughs> like, like... We, i guess we can I, I uh for a long time i hated them and i took mm. them off of everything and i had mm-hmm. like a pile of them and then i don't know what i did with that pile of them and now i wish i knew where that pile was because <laughs> i've kind of swung back around to thinking that i like them more um and it was mostly like the animated disney films that i started taking off the slip covers uh from and then i at some point, I was like, oh, wait, I do like how these look. I like seeing the cardboard, um, you know, like rectangular shape on my shelf rather than seeing the kind of slightly curved blue plastic that is on the case itself. Uh, I would much rather look at like, you know, a flush, um, you know, street, I guess, streamlined version of all the films, you know, across lined up against one another versus a bunch of blu-ray cases where there's slight gaps in between them (laughs) uh so that's that's why i like them um but i am not consistent and also i I feel like i've mentioned this before but you know sometimes i'll order stuff from amazon or from the disney movie club and they sometimes they send me slip covers sometimes they don't and i know some of these releases came with slip covers but i don't know why i didn't get one with my (laughs) with my copy of it and so it just it just ruins everything (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I I I get that. I guess I could see how it would become something and I do kind of sometimes like the way it looks, but I have a weird and this is just a totally weird um thing that I do. is Sometimes I'll just run my fingers across my Blu-rays. It's just, mostly just slide them back if they've, you know, come out of alignment, mm-hmm. you know, like and I love the feel of my fingers running over the plastic. The plastic and yeah. when I hit a uh you know, a slipcase, then it kind of screws up the sensation. Oh uh, so, no,
0: that's a that's a great point, and it's I. It's a totally weird thing that I do. That I don't know, think that's weird. I will. mean, it is a little <laughs> weird, I guess. It is right. <laughs> it's
1: not something I do in, in like in a weird way. It's just sometimes I'll go up and and then I'll do it once, and I'll be like, oh, that was kind of nice, and I'll do it again. <laughs> you know, sort of. So anyway, the mind of a collector.
0: So this new. Uh, special edition of the thing this collector's edition of the thing not the exclusive one that sold out but just the the disc itself we didn't know um a lot of these supplements last week when we were was it last week already or was it two weeks ago that we had when this was teased at or announced maybe was mean, two, two weeks two ago. weeks yeah um so we know a lot of the details now so there's going to be a new 2k scan of the inner positive which has been supervised and approved of by the Director of Photography, Dean Cundey. All right. There's going to be a new 4.1 audio mix created from the original uh, 70 millimeter 6-track Dolby Stereo soundtrack. And there's a new audio commentary with uh, that Director of Photography. So those are the new features that are coming along with this. In addition to that... Oh, wait, no. There's actually one more thing. There's Oh, there's several more things. That, okay. I was looking at this list of things and it goes like new 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 and then an old thing and then more new things. So there's also going to be interviews with Keith David, there's going to be an interview with uh, the editor, special effects artists, um, sound effects artist or sound effects editor and an interview with the with Alan Dean Foster who did the novelization of the bo- of the movie.
1: That you know what? I did see that. That is awesome.
0: Yes, I think that's awesome too. Um, in and so then in addition to all of that there are going to be a number of other supplements which have been on past uh, DVD releases because a lot of these are listed as being in standard definitions. So these are not getting the high definition upgrade for this new release, but at least they're going to be included in the disc. So it is going to be two discs also, and I can't remember now if it's if they've said... I wonder if that second disc will just be like almost like a port of the previous special edition DVDs.
1: That would seem to make sense. That would be interesting.
0: Anyway, so that's what the new version of the thing is gonna look like. This is coming out on September twentieth, and it is too late to order this collector, this deluxe limited edition. But really, you know, you're not missing out on much. And even if you were, you couldn't get it, so don't worry about it.
1: Yeah. This should be this is actually just a real good moment for me to briefly say two things that are sort of follow up. One uh, my son and I were watching Rick and Morty season two, um, over the weekend and it's amazing. Uh, I think I like it better. We watched three episodes. I think I like it better than the first season. Yeah,
0: I think it's much better than the first season. And
1: the first season's great. Don't get me wrong. But I was watching the second season. and I was like, oh my God, this is just, this is just amazing. Uh, just amazing. But so we started one of the episodes and it was like feeling like kind of alien ish and kind of maybe like it was going to go into thing territory and I re- I had the shocking and horrifying re- revelation that I'd never shown my son the thing that I'd always meant to show him the thing, but we hadn't watched it. And I was like, okay, well, we got to stop right now. We're gonna watch it right now. And so we did, and he liked it very much. And then we started making a list of these like big movies that for some reason I've never like shown him. Uh, and The Shining was one of them. So um, how old is he again? He's seventeen.
0: Okay. That's, that's, so that's old enough, I think. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So we did. We almost did a double feature of the thing in the Shining, um, but it just that was too much. Yeah, <laughs> you, you
0: know? got to like spread those out. I think. Yeah,
1: it was. We. I was just very excited. I was like, oh my god. Well, and you know, he loved the thing, and then we moved right into the Shining. We did about a half an hour, and we couldn't. It was too late then. But regardless, um, so now he's seen the thing, and and I'm really excited that I finally got to show it to him. I mean, I, granted, I I would have loved to have waited for this new you know addition but it was just like it had to be corrected at that moment you know (laughs) it had to be done and and i mentioned off mike uh that i showed my daughter goonies and she liked that too so i had two you know sort of big holes filled for my kids in the past three or four days and i'm i'm very contented about that
0: uh well my big hole that i filled over the past week was i watched the witch
1: Oh, what'd you think? I liked it a lot. I can't right. believe that you. It's just one of those things, man. It's it's like I can't explain it. It's a total expectation scenario going in. I just heard so much, and there was so much build up. Um, I just I don't know. I just had a certain idea of what it would be in my head, and unfairly to the movie, it didn't match that. And then it just was another thing entirely that I was like, well, this I this might be fine for me later, but this is not what I was. Wanting to watch right now and and, and I, I certainly would never argue that it's not a horror movie. I just saw that um, Brian Collins posted a something I think at Birth Movie's death that was like, "Yes, the witch is definitely a horror movie, I, I, yeah, I believe that, but for me, I feel like my problems with it lie in the fact that it starts promisingly with like a horror a good horror moment. I won't spoil that. Yeah, and that, then it go-
0: That is that is a horrible moment. Too. A horrible
1: moment. It totally hooks me, and then the horror elements drop out of the movie for like an hour. You know, there's there's there is a sense of dread, and there's you know, but for me, like it dropped away, and it just became this period drama, um, kind of depressing. And I was like, oh man, when's the horror gonna come back? And it like you know there, like I said, the sense of dread is there, but the the ending to me was kind of ridiculous like i was i i just thought okay well if it's going to drop out for this long then this ending is going to be just apocalyptically good you know and i thought it was like okay fine whatever you know what I mean, but like again, it's all about expectations, and yeah, you're certainly in the majority everybody loves this movie i'm I'm a nut job as far as this is
0: concerned you are uh maybe watch <laughs> it again, I mean maybe if you want to now that you know what's gonna happen, you can kind of you know the the length of the movie won't feel quite so unbalanced if you go back and watch it again now that you know what you what to expect and you can kind of enjoy that middle part for what it is. Cause I, man, I just ate that stuff up. It was, you know, I was kind of almost, you know, it almost scared me too much that that beginning part <laughs> I was like, Oh, what am I getting myself into? And I was watching it, you know, like after midnight and I was oh. already tired and I was kind of half falling asleep during some of the movie, which, and you know, Oh man, so much fun to watch that movie with headphones on. So I was so I had my Bluetooth headphones on. I was watching the movie, you know, the the <laughs> music, and I had it turned up pretty loud, and yeah. so that I could hear all the music and all the sound effects and all the stuff walking through the forest and all the goats, you know, and um, it was just so creepy. The music is amazing. Um, those kid actors are just incredible. They are probably some of the best child actors I've seen in a movie in a long time, just because they were so freaking scary, man. And yeah. uh, and then the you know when we hear the voice of the big bad guy uh at the end man and i was like half awake during that but i was <laughs> I it like woke me up it you know startled me i was like oh my god what's going on now i'm gonna have nightmares
1: well i'm glad you dug it i mean like i said maybe i, I don't think i can revisit it soon i think it needs a yeah a little while And then I can come back and maybe it'll totally affect me in that way. I don't know. I just got totally screwed by the expectations. I got to be honest.
0: Yeah. I, I, I knew that it was, I had read, you know, a lot of the hype, but I really didn't know much about the movie, like the plot wise. So I didn't have any kind of expectations. I just knew that it was a period piece that it was, you know, there wasn't really a witch in the movie apart from what you see at the beginning. And, uh, I mean, I guess the maybe the title of the movie is you know a little bit of a, a, a misleading title, but you know it makes sense at the end. Um, anyway, I I totally dug it. I don't know when I'll be able to watch it again, but it is a movie that I I would like to watch again, and but certainly not a movie that I will ever let Charmaine watch because because of that whole bit at the beginning, which I think would probably traumatize her for the rest of her life. So uh,
1: it's intense. It's intense. Like and that for me, I think. It was intense enough that I was like, okay, movie, you got my attention. Yeah. Now, what are you going to do? And then yeah. it, for me, it didn't do anything too much. But yeah, I, that opening is really effective. you yeah. know. So,
0: All right. Well, enough dancing around, not spoiling that movie. We should uh, move on. Sure. So another cool piece of news that Scream fact- or, uh, Shout Factory announced this past week is that they are bringing Transformers the movie to Blu-ray. Yes. Now, I could have sworn up and down that they already released this movie on blu-ray a few years ago and i i did a whole lot of searching and googling (laughs) and thinking like surely they already released this i swear i have this movie on blu-ray don't i already and i don't and (laughs) it was i guess there is an australian blu-ray that was released several years ago um which i think might be region free but
1: i think I, i was aware of that vaguely
0: Um, I I think, I think I was thinking of GI Joe, the movie that I think going back was, that was what I was being, that I was misremembering shot factory having released a few years ago. So that's uh, what it is. But now they've um, shot factory has extended their deal with um, what is it? Hasbro. Is that the company, the toy company that does this? So they, um, they're going to be releasing more transformer stuff, presumably on DVD, And hopefully some stuff on blu-ray over the next few years and um to kind of celebrate the 30th anniversary of transformers the movie they're doing a blu-ray of it Um, they don't have any supplements listed yet but it will be very interesting to see if this is the version where they curse in it isn't there like one famous line when one of the transformers says shit and then uh (laughs) i think that has been cut out of other releases or or some some versions of it
1: but it could be an like a legend but
0: no it's not a legend i remember it
1: okay i believe you i I just (laughs) that's one of those things where i can't remember if i've seen it
0: yeah um so anyway that's exciting and i it was it was so funny when that was announced and i just kept thinking like are they just re-releasing this but nope they're not 30th anniversary edition have they announced any
1: special features
0: they have not is uh we just know that it's going to be you know well no they haven't really released any announced anything yet
1: We just know that you've got the touch. You've got the power. That's all we know.
0: (laughs) Um, So actually a lot of other cool stuff uh, to talk about this week. News wise. Let's talk about the, where are we at here? Let's talk about these arrow releases. So um, they announced some arrow Academy titles uh, yesterday. I think these are coming out on September 19th. They're going to be releasing the glass key. Um, which is from 19 shoot I forget but it's um, a couple of noirs like the glass key and the blue dahlia these are both coming out uh, on September 19th uh, in the UK so UK only versions and then as far as the uh, UK and US Arrow video titles there's some pretty exciting stuff in here and first off I have to say thank you to Arrow for uh, what they did on their Facebook page when they um, when they announced all these titles, they put up this image that had all of the covers in it, along with little flags underneath the images of the covers to to indicate which titles were U.S. only or which titles were U.K. only and which titles were U.S. and U.K. So helpful, man. It was uh, it was exactly I mean, the only other thing that they could have done to improve on this image would be to include like the release date on each cover. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, that's like, this is exactly what I want them to do from now on. Don't stop doing this because this will make it so much easier to talk about on the podcast.
1: No, it was fantastic. I actually, I retweeted several of their tweets, but then I grabbed that picture itself and pulled it off and made sure to tweet that out too, just because it was just such a perfect, like you say, illustration of exactly what, what went down.
0: Yeah. I mean, sometimes with these announcements, you have to, you know, they'll do like a uh, a different Facebook post for each title and you have to kind of gather all up all those links instead of them having written like one post with all of the details in it and so this is just perfect um, again I wish they had the dates on this picture but that's fine so of these titles there's like two that stand out to me as being ones that are particularly interesting so um, the the big one I think is the UK and US release of The Hills Have Eyes. Um, this one, big in that I could have sworn this had already gotten a, a US release <laughs> from Scream Factory, um, but it didn't. It got a, a Blu-ray release several years ago from Image Entertainment. and I heard that wasn't particularly good. No, I've heard that also. And um, this seems like such a scoop for, or, you know, like a huge score for Arrow, where, like, I'd have to imagine that that was a title that, Scream Factory was trying to get Because that just seems like a no-brainer for them
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they're all over the West Craven You know And so Yeah, and it's a great looking I mean, the, the spread that you that their picture shows It's a really nice I mean, not not a surprise But a really nice collector's
0: edition set Um, Is this going to be a limited edition version? I don't think That is a good question it That's the
1: one part I always get confused about Is it limited, or are they all limited, or what's the story?
0: Yeah, it doesn't say limited uh, on their post for this one particular release. Uh, it includes a poster. It includes little um, cards on there, like a little uh, postcards, I think. Um, this looks awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. This, I mean, this seems like one that I will probably have on my shelf. You know, uh, it's not like a movie that I want to go watch again and again, but I want to have like a good edition of this one.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. I, I like the movie. I don't love the movie. I haven't watched it in the past five years. Um, but it's certainly well-made and creepy. But yeah, it's definitely one that's like a classic. You, you got to have it, you know?
0: I think when it when the remake came out, that was the last time <clears throat> that I watched it. Um, whenever that remake came out, you know, like 10 years ago. When, when did the remake come out? 10 years ago? Does that sound right?
1: Mm-hmm. Could be. Maybe a little less
0: yeah it's a good question uh anyway i liked i liked the remake and i like the original and so i will definitely be picking this up so the other big release uh in this lineup has to be joe dante's matinee
1: yeah uk only unfortunately but um very exciting nonetheless
0: so when they announced that that it was going to be uk only that immediately struck me as this could be a shout select title in the u.s if shout <sighs> gets it
1: shout select or even scream but they've definitely been doing some universal stuff they're all over that and this is a universal title yeah seems like a probable a very probable possibility
0: yeah they're also gonna be releasing raising cane in the uk uh again like another title that you know <clears throat> is, that could be a criterion title that could be like you know any one of the the boutique labels here in the u.s would be well,
1: well screams already announced oh their... they did yeah yeah they announced uh did uh, we talk blue... about that already maybe i don't know if we laid on it too much but but they definitely announced it um i can't remember when it's coming out though.
0: oh you're right it is coming out on september 13th so there uh, september. We, maybe we might maybe we did
1: talk about Probably touched already. on it all right
0: well uh there's that
1: yeah so they like their diploma there definitely yeah. but yeah could have been could have easily been Criterion too because they also like De Palma speaking of which I really want to see that documentary but um, anyway
0: so there's going to be the so they did a, a version of Beyond the Valley of the Dolls already right like that one came yeah, out yeah that's
1: a UK only but then is this a UK only
0: this is a UK only well like that's was it a limited edition version that they were releasing that had both the seven minutes and that as one, now they're splitting them up as like individual releases.
1: That must be it. I think so. That seems to make sense.
0: And then the other two releases are Slugs and Dead End Drive In, which are yeah. com- which are coming out, uh, US and UK.
1: I'm a big fan of Slugs. Dead End Drive In is pretty good too. I know Tarantino's a big fan of that one because um, it's Brian Trenchard-Smith. Um, but Slugs is one that doesn't get talked about quite enough. It's a, it's a really good. Gross, uh, horror movie that I like quite a bit. So uh, that's, th- for me, that's of the U.S. titles. Uh, that's the one I'm going to pick up probably right after Hills Have Eyes.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. So we should talk about the Twilight Time titles that were announced for September and October.
1: Yes, very exciting.
0: All right. So one of the titles that immediately stood out to me was uh, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. I think we just talked about this a few weeks ago when the shout select line came out and we were like, Oh, I wonder what kind of titles maybe arrow has released already in the UK. Things that, you know, maybe shout might get their hands on and not Rio Williams. That's coming to twilight time.
1: Yeah. that, That was a surprise. It really did seem like such a gimme shout select title, but, um, you know, more power to twilight time. You know, uh, I already have the, um, arrow version because i love this movie but um i'll take whatever u.s version is coming out so
0: so on september 13th they're releasing six titles uh murphy's law Remo williams eye of the needle from noon till three nine to five that's pretty big yeah and bobby deerfield um yeah you know i think like those of those five it has to be nine to five is like the the biggest one i would think like as far as you know movies that you would think the studio would want to put out themselves but i guess not
1: yeah i mean that's definitely a classic comedy of the 80s um and it is very surprising but yeah that's a big one
0: uh of these other ones are there any that you are super excited about like you know murphy's law charles bronson
1: yeah i just had um somebody put that on an underrated 86 list um cinema de meep um, Michael um, is a big fan of that one, and I haven't seen it in years, so I'm kind of excited about that. Eye of the Needle was one that my family used to watch with um, Donald Sutherland, uh, a nice thriller from the director of Return of the Jedi, I believe. Um, so those two, I'm definitely interested in, obviously, Remo. Um, from Newtell 3 is Bronson and uh, and his wife. I think it might have been the movie they met on? I can't remember, but curious about it but not necessarily excited and then Bobby
0: Deerfield is a um, Sydney Pollack with Al Pacino
1: yeah Pacino uh, is a race driver movie that I haven't seen and because it's Pollack I'm curious um, but I have kind of heard it's a little boring but regardless <laughs> I'm curious I, I want to check it out yeah. so
0: and then on October 11th my birthday, by the way, everyone, nice, in case you're, nice. in case you're wondering <laughs> when my birthday is, it's October 11th. Nice. Uh, so this is going to be exciting this year that it falls on a Tuesday and I'll be getting all these, you know, movies. Hopefully Criterion will have some special treats, uh, on October 11th. Uh, we're getting six more titles, six pretty exciting titles. I think boxcar Bertha, pretty exciting. Scorsese. Uh, yep. Runaway train, uh, the train, the encore edition Blu-ray. So this the so that rumor that was going around saying that they weren't going to be doing any more re-releases seems like it's been proven false. Like they're they're still doing it, even though, uh, I it seemed like they had said on one of the home theater forum posts like, oh, we're not going to be doing any more re-releases. We're just going to be doing new titles. But clearly they're not. Like unless this is the last of them.
1: Well, wasn't it at the time? Wasn't it like uh alfredo garcia was going to be the last one
0: that sounds right i mean it seems like we we've already passed the point of them saying like well i mean not i guess not right now but it seemed like over the summer they were going to be like okay this is the last of the the uh you know re-releases because we have we just have too many other things to release
1: yeah yeah it seems like now they're one every cycle
0: yeah um but anyway, for anyone who doesn't already own this one, you should certainly pick up this reissue of The Train. I can't imagine that it's going to have a better transfer than what it already did just because it looked so beautiful yeah, before. Yeah, fantastic.
1: So. Yeah, one of the great movies. We've we've talked about it on the show, but it's, it's one of my favorites. It's just fantastic. You know, just an, a remarkable, suspenseful, I mean, um, just amazing. So uh, set aside some money, pick this one up. It's great.
0: It's funny that they have boxcar bertha runaway train the train and the bullet the bullet train <laughs>
1: it's a very trainy month <laughs> very, sure. very,
0: very trainy month um so the bullet train hush hush sweet charlotte and the chase these are all coming out on october 11th um it's that is such a funny like i mean they must have just seen these titles in their list of, of things that they had the rights to and they're like okay we have to somehow get get all of these train movies together into one it's a
1: train month yeah, yeah no i like that i like it when they do that stuff
0: yeah. um so yeah these are all so this is their september october lineup and then presumably i guess in a couple months we'll have their november december titles to kind of round out the year uh, a few other things that I wanted to talk about with you before we talk about the new releases this week. The folks at Kino are going to be releasing uh, the Hillard Stern, The Park is Mine. I think this was just, uh, what was this, teased at yesterday?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I think it was originally a TV movie. I'm not sure, but it's basically Tommy Lee Jones is, a, I think, a Vietnam vet, if I remember, who kind of takes Central Park hostage, Um you know, and has li- has like booby trapped and stuff. It's it's a neat little movie, and I never thought it was going to get a Blu Ray release. So that's a pretty exciting, fun little announcement.
0: And they also, sorry, you no, go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say they also announced *Moving Violations*, which is uh, like underrated '80s, you know, goofball comedy with Bill Murray's brother, John Murray, um, that I like a lot too. And and that's one that had gone out of print. Was originally issued from Anchor Bay. Um, and I think that disc is still going for quite a lot of money. Um, but it's just a silly comedy, but I, I kind of love it. It's just about a bunch. It's kind of like, like a police Academy spin off almost, you know, like a bunch of people end up in drivers, um, driver, uh, training or, you know, um, traffic school and, and it gets wacky. Um, so it's good though. I like it. I'm excited.
0: um, Screen Factory also detailed the Invasion of the Body Snatchers Collector's Edition that they're going to be releasing uh, in August. They put they they're going to have a new uh, interviews with some of the actors and actresses, with uh, an interview with the writer, an interview with the composer, uh, a new audio commentary track with Steve Haberman, and a new two K scan uh, of the film. So this is certainly one I don't know if that um, when they say new 2K scan, if that's going to be different than what Arrow already released on their Blu-ray. But uh, it'll be I'm curious to see what they do. And, you know, these other supplements are enough for me to want to rebuy the movie. This is one, This you know, this inv- this, version inv- this version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers has such a special place in my heart. Uh, when I my freshman year in high school, uh, I joined there was like a little film club that was going on you know, during lunch, I think once a month. And they, this was the first movie that they showed us, uh, that he showed us. And I hadn't seen it before. I kind of like knew some of the tropes of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but I'd never seen this version of the movie. And it was fun to see this, you know, like at school uh, during lunch. And it was just, you know, it was a fun little way to kind of meet a bunch of film nerds early on in high school. And so I just have a lot of nostalgia about this one in particular.
1: That's very cool. I, I wish we had had a film club in my school. I I would have totally joined that. That's awesome.
0: I mean, in a lot of ways, that's kind of why I, I you know, have become the the collector uh, that I have become and how I want to like spread that to Miranda and, you know, like my friends and family and whatnot to like be able to have, you know, film nights and, and film clubs in a way. All right, so there is a uh for the past couple of years Scream Factory has been doing a Summer of Fear sale. So they for over the course of a couple of weeks they'll have a number of deals on their website. Um I think it's summeroffear.com, which is an official website that they run. There's uh several discs that are about half off or maybe a little bit more than half off um right now There's nothing in particular that I want to get uh, of this that I need to get right now. But um, like today and then they also have a a single bigger movie that they're doing um, that they have half off. That's only good for one day. So anyone listening to this podcast, obviously these deals will be over and done with. But it might be worth checking out to see what what is available and to follow along, you know, follow them on Twitter and Facebook so that you can see when these new deals go up. The deal for today is Village of the Damned for $18, which is half off the list price. But they also did Army of Darkness and Serpent in the Rainbow, and they're going to be doing this over the course of the next you know, couple weeks. Um, I guess also speaking of sales, uh, the Barnes & Noble 50% off sale is going to be starting in a couple weeks, but right now, uh, for anyone who wants to load up before the 50% off sale and maybe score some movies before they run out, uh, there's a 40% off sale that you can get. Um, and there's a number of Criterion discs uh, in that sale. I think it's just like a general Blu-ray sale, but um, the Criterion stuff is all almost all 40% off except for some of the pre-orders. And then um, there are also 20% off coupons that you can kind of pile on top of that discount, which gets the discs down to below $20 per disc. And so if that's your your, you know, price point for buying discs, then now is a good time. Like right now there's a 20% off if you spend over $50 and it just kind of cuts across everything and so, you know, it, it makes it uh it makes this sale worth it, especially if you kind of wait until the 50% off sale starts and then they're just sold out of some of the ones that you wanted. And I guess for anyone out there, keep your eyes out for some of the out-of-print stuff that might still be in stores, like the Zatoichi box set, which is now officially out-of-print. But um, definitely pick that up during the sale if you can.
1: So glad I snagged that.
0: Uh, Master uh, Master of Cinema just today announced that they're going to be releasing Stanley Kubrick's Paths of Glory. This is coming out uh, on September 19th and this is their one release i think for september but it's going to have a new uh video interview with this kubrick scholar uh a new interview with uh richard iwad iwadi he did what did he what were those movies that he did like submarine Uh, oh yeah 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 the guy from it crowd it crowd exactly um a new audio commentary track from adrian martin and uh a Uh number of other supplements so Oh, they're also doing a isolated music and effects track. I can't remember now if that's on the Criterion disc. I don't think it is. No. But, uh, that's exciting. I love that. I mean, obviously we love that from the Twilight time stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very exciting. They, they kind of were, were touting this as like a very important American film or like one of the best American films ever made. And I saw a lot of people kind of like, kind of not sneering at that, but like, I don't know about that. Um. And it is also interesting that Criterion didn't get the didn't have the rights to release this in the UK with through like the Criterion UK ones. Um, So it's I guess, you know, Master of Cinema is probably very happy that they (laughs) that they got the the scoop on this one instead of letting Criterion get it.
1: Yeah, that's big.
0: Um, A couple of other Blu-rays coming to the UK that I wanted to mention um, from this label Screenbound Pictures, which previously was known as Odeon Entertainment. Um, but they are going to be releasing a couple of Criterion titles. Uh, in July, they're doing Maxwell Fools' Laurent. And in September, they're doing John Huston's uh on Blu-ray.
1: That's pretty cool. That's one that I've been waffling about buying the Criterion DVD of because I keep thinking they maybe won't upgrade it. But now I'll either pick this one up or... Just hold out and hope Criterion will upgrade. That's a good Houston movie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's about it. Let me just check my notes and make sure, because I always seem to forget something that uh, I wanted I to a, t- talk about. Oh, go ahead.
1: I just have a couple real quick. Uh, Warner Archive announced today they're putting out The Deadly Trackers, which is a kind of obscure um, uh, Richard Harris movie with Rod Taylor, that um, I would never have even heard of, except it was one of the movies that I remember Tarantino bought on Laserdisc uh, at my old video store, you know, probably like 10 years ago. And I was like, why would he buy this movie? And I looked, and Sam Fuller's credited as, he's got a story credit on it. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. You know, the Fuller connection. So that's interesting. Um, and then I th- we might have talked about it on the show before, but it kind of disappeared off my radar for a long time. Jeff Lieberman's movie, Blue Sunshine, which is kind of a cult favorite, you know, acid trip gone bad to horror kind of movie, um, is coming out through this company called Film Centrix, C-E-N-T-R-I-X, and they have it available on their uh, website for pre-order right now. Um, I wonder if they have any. They had like a weird number for the pre-orders, like, 49 copies or something. <laughs> and I'm like, why do you have numbers on your pre-order? Don't you just want to take as many as you um can? But yeah, it's weird. Now, of course, it doesn't have the number anymore when I go to the listing.
0: Oh, speaking of weird pre-orders, uh did you there was the there's this new Thunderbean Thursday um Blu-ray. Did you end up pre-ordering that? Today is no. the last today's the last day uh Shoot. for it. Um, but if you go to thunderbean.com or thunderbeananimation.com so sorry sorry listeners for me not mentioning this to you but you should be following uh the blog that they that he writes over at uh cartoon research but um this is one of those ones where they just it's like a bunch of random things that they've remastered in high definition that they're including on this they they did this once before uh last year I think and this one so they're taking orders through today um, it's only eighteen dollars, or I guess nineteen dollars. Um, although I, I went back and looked through my PayPal history, and I think now I have three Blu-rays, uh, from from Steve at Thunderbean that I'm waiting uh, on that I've pre-ordered already.
1: Yeah, I I actually backed off the last one because I was kind of waiting. I've been actually checking Amazon regularly, regularly to see when it pops up there. What was the last one that's supposed to be coming out? Do you remember? Is um.
0: Uh, I'm gonna have to go back. Oh, you know what? I I I, no I know how I can find it. Um,
1: no worries. I just whatever that one is is the one I've been looking for, but he hasn't announced that that's coming yet, right? As far as I can tell, I mean, not even for those that pre-ordered it.
0: Uh, let's see. Okay. So on June 2nd, okay, so there was that Cubby Bear. Uh, Cubby Bear. That Cubby was we Bear was for. the one that they c- kind of officially announced. Um, there was also this Thunder Bean Thursday one, and then there was another one that he announced on his Facebook page through this, um, there's like this animation forum, um, and he did kind of like an exclusive where he said, like, if you're a member of this forum, you can pre-order this disc, and it's just a bunch of other random cartoons that he's, remaster that he's kind of including on like a burn blu-ray um called cartoon cornered huh. and that was another one that i've pre-ordered that i'm still kind of waiting on i mean i'm not in any hurry to get these but it is they are starting to pile up and so hopefully they'll all come in one glorious package and i'll to get all these amazing thunder blu-rays uh, yeah
1: me. i hope you get them soon I, I i i don't know that you've had the same problems i've had unfortunately with steve which is i've had the occasional package disappear which I don't know that there's any excuse for anymore because I feel like any first class package you send out through the post office and that's what Steve uses um, has a tracking number on it so sh- stuff shouldn't really disappear anymore um, which is part of the reason I backed off a little bit from the last order but I might have to get this one I might have to get this
0: well you have, you have a couple more hours left uh, yeah, until the day I ends think. dang it um, I think that's it as far as, uh, news goes. Yes. All right. So let's talk about what came out this week, uh, on Blu-ray and DVD. Um, the Criterion Collection released this week, the film La Chienne from Jean Renoir, as well as Here Comes Mr. Jordan. Uh, both two excellent releases that I can't wait to talk about on Criterion and Cast Chronicles. Um, did you pick up, did you get a chance to watch either of these?
1: No, but, um both are on my list here comes mr jordan is on my you know really need it sooner than later list and like probably going to go on my cart in july
0: kind of list from barnes and noble yeah yeah uh that jean renoir film is fantastic and if you haven't if you've seen films like uh budu say from drowning or any of the other movies that he's um done you know worked with um michelle simone Um, you know, this is uh, an excellent film. This is from 1931. This one was restored and played at uh, Cannes a couple years ago, I think during the Cannes Classics lineup. And so it was, um, at that point, kind of seemed like it was in the cards that this was going to be coming to Criterion. This week, the film 10 Cloverfield Lane came out uh, on home video. Did you get a chance to watch this yet? Yeah, my wife
1: and I watched this a couple weeks ago when it came up digitally. I couldn't even wait. Because uh, I was dying to see it, and um we liked it, you know uh, very solid the uh, the twist was fun, and you know good times, definitely good times
0: yeah, I liked it a lot i uh I was so happy to see you know i get, i think i 've mentioned this before, but like you know I used to listen to the slash film cast, and so Dan Trachtenberg, and I w- used to watch and listen to totally rad show, and so i you know i 've seen Dan Trachtenberg kind of grow up a little bit online over the past few years and I've met him a couple times and he's, you know, such a nice guy that it's awesome to see him behind the, you know, the camera on a movie that, you know, did well and was critically acclaimed. It it was pretty successful, Um, but it was also just, you know, a really well-told movie. It's like, you know, sometimes when film geeks or, you know, like critics even get behind the camera, it's like they just suddenly forget all of the things that go into making a good movie And he didn't forget any of the good things. Like he made (laughs) he made a great movie, and you know like, and it's so clear. And he's such a he's such a like a film geek that it's it's fun that like you know he transcended being just like an enthusiast to actually making something worth watching like this. And it it totally fits. You know, everyone mentions like you know it feels kind of like a Twilight Zone episode. Totally. um, And that you know it doesn't. It's not. It's really not a sequel to that that other cloverfield film i mean they always whenever they talk about it they're like oh this kind of like it's in maybe not the same world but it's like under this umbrella called cloverfield and so anyway i like the twist also uh and i would have been happy if there wasn't you know if that twist hadn't happened at the end and they just you know like if she just well i don't want to spoil it but yeah 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 yeah. um if you haven't no, seen it yeah.
1: it doesn't need to have it for me it gave it like this extra added like oh wow okay yeah but yeah didn't need to have it
0: um let's see the folks at Kino Classics released that movie uh Gold that German film from 1930 something it was like after metropolis i think um yeah, Murnau right um i don't think it's Murnau but it's not Murnau let's see
1: well, i think it was
0: this is the film from karl hartl oh okay yeah uh it's kind of an early sci-fi film from um it was made during like the nazi uh era of of Germany but yeah, definitely worth watching especially if you love you know German expressionist sci-fi stuff like this is a fun kind of uh movie it might not be like strict uh expressionist filmmaking, but it's uh I think it's great um all of the jaws sequels came out maybe not all the jaws sequels but many of the jaws sequels did all is this all of them are are there any think this is
1: all the official ones yeah
0: yeah are there unofficial jaws sequels
1: well you know i mean there's shark movies that are clearly you know you know copying a lot of stuff from jaws but yeah no that's what i mean um yeah i think this is all of them um i was just watching jaws 3d uh right before we started the show actually um which is really entertaining because I've only ever seen it in a crappy anaglyph bootleg version. Um, And this looks pretty good, although I will admit that there was definitely some of the 3D where, and I don't know if... I mean, the the prints that they used for the left and right eye seemed to look pretty good, but there are occasional effects where it almost... You know that sense of... When you're watching something in 3D and and it, it almost makes you cross-eyed, you know, like they, they push the effect over the middle of the two um, left and right eye and it's kind of like, whoa, that doesn't feel right. So it has some of that and I don't know if that's just sloppy filmmaking from the time or if it's not properly aligned or if it was just my setup, I have no idea, but... um it's definitely fun to watch, you know, a, a, a Jaws movie in three D on a on a three D television in in the present day. I gotta say that was, you know, just the the twenty five minutes of it that I saw. I was very much entertained um, watching it that way.
0: The Andrew Hike film uh, Forty Five Years, starring Charlotte Rampling and Tom Courtenay, uh, came out the, today on Blu Ray. This is one that seems like criterion might be releasing eventually down the line it seemed like they were they Mm -hmm. had you know it seemed like a sure thing with that director and with those
1: actors those actors have both
0: been in criterion movies um but this is one that i think the this is one of those like i don't know if it's paramount but uh maybe it is paramount because they also did like boyhood and then um clouds of Maria. And then, you know, Criterion is certainly working on editions of Boyhood and they they're just about to release Clouds of Sils Maria. And so it seems like forty five years we'll get a spine number eventually.
1: Yeah, this one I'm very curious to check out. It looks looks really good and you know,
0: powerful. Uh that airport complete collection came out today. Yes. Did you did you end up picking this one up?
1: I did pick it up. Um I couldn't not I'm a big fan of 70s disaster movies and 70s disaster movie fans are getting quite a lot of treats in the next you know three weeks starting with this collection and then you know next week I think is Roller Coaster from Shout Factory and then Two Minute Warning from Shout Factory so you're getting a lot of um, disaster movie stuff but yeah I'm a big fan of all the the airport movies so um, I couldn't not grab this is it still is it still pretty cheap right now? It's I think it was 1799 which is quite a steal. I'm just double checking. Still 1799. So, that's a pretty good deal, I got to say, for four movies.
0: For anyone out there who's a fan of Sean the Sheep, the uh short film called The Farmer's Llamas is now available on DVD. Uh, this one was actually the f- the first thing that Miranda and I watched when we first started getting into Shaun the Sheep. Uh, this, this, sh- this short was caught, co- was, uh, up on Amazon prime streaming. And so we watched this first and then we went back and watched all of the series. So it's pretty good. Um, definitely worth watching if you're a fan
1: and twilight time,
0: twilight time. Oh yeah. Okay. So what are the twilight time releases for this week?
1: So this week we've got Panic and Needle Park inserts, uh, the big one being Hound of the Baskervilles.
0: All right. Have any of these started to... Have, they haven't done any low-quantity warnings yet, have they?
1: Not that I've seen yet, um, but I haven't been to their site um, much since yesterday. Uh, the Rollerball Encore Edition, uh, Romeo is Bleeding, and the member of the wedding are the... Um, six for this this week um I'm I'm very excited about Panic Needle Park inserts and Hound of the Baskervilles those three are uh, I don't know for me
0: must must must-haves have you got any of them yet have you started watching any of them
1: yeah I just I got those three and I was gonna try and watch maybe Hound after Jaws 3 Hound or inserts I don't know which um yeah inserts is just really interesting because it's from 1977 this is two years after dreyfus made jaws and it's an nc-17 you know movie about an old hollywood director played by um dreyfus who's shooting you know some some rather racy um basically like stag films uh and it's got uh, Jessica Harper from Suspiria and other cult movies, and then Veronica Cartwright from Aliens. Um, so it's just a really interesting anomaly of a movie and a strange choice for Dreyfus to make when he was nearly at the peak of his you know, 70s popularity. Um, really fascinating movie, for sure. But yeah, good stuff from Twilight Time this month.
0: Was there anything else that came out this week that you wanted that you picked up or that stuff that you wanted to mention?
1: Um, I'll go quick here. Uh Victor Victoria from um Warner Archive, um is definitely one. I haven't seen that in forever, so I'm curious to revisit that. And then um uh, Black Dog um with Patrick Swayze and Meatloaf and Randy Travis, sort of a roadhousey kind of, you know, badass truck movie that um Is a little underrated, but I like it quite a bit. Um, I think that's it. I mean, there's a couple new... uh, Code Red has been kind of cranking in a way that's almost obnoxious because they put out, I want to say, like six new titles that were semi-exclusive to Diabolic, and now all of them are available on Code Red's big cartel site. So those six are still there, and on top of that they added two more Movies I've never heard of, one called Nightfall and one called Acapulco Gold. Um, I had to order them because you know that's what I do. But um, but yeah, they've just so that's like eight movies in like the past three weeks. Um, so I'm not sure about the strategy there. That's a lot of movies to put out. Uh, it's really close together. To but you know, I'm sure they've they've got some idea what they're doing. Anyway, I think that's I think that's about it for me.
0: So a few other titles that came out this week that uh, aren't necessarily from the U.S., but there was the Masters of Cinema release of Edvard Munch. There's the um, Arrow releases of Too Late for Tears and Woman on the Run, the titles that uh, Flickr Alley released a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think they said, I think Arrow specifically pointed out that these two are identical discs from the Flickr Alley one. So if you already own the Flickr alley ones. You don't need to worry about importing these to get any kind of special features or anything and that they work together on these releases. Uh, also from arrow, the Nakatsu diamond guys volume two is out uh, this week. Also in uh, both the arrow UK and arrow us. And there was one other one that I wanted to mention. um, the, uh, star Trek, um, The new Star Trek motion picture box set or not motion picture, but the original series um, box set is out now. I think it's just a repackaging, though, of the discs included in those original releases. Um, And then now on 4K Ultra HD, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek film. So the original Star Trek from, um, you know, 2009 and then Star Trek Into Darkness and both of those were getting great reviews. Uh I still haven't had a chance to watch them yet in 4K Ultra HD but um I think, you know, Bill Hunt at the Digital Bits or one whoever was reviewing it at the Digital Bits was saying that like Star Trek Into Darkness could be like, you know, your new reference disc as far as showing off how good uh 4K Ultra HD can look. So if you enjoy the movie, and I know that movie kind of gets crapped on by a lot of Star Trek fans, um, but I liked it. So, uh, you know, as soon as I upgrade, that's one that I'll probably end up upgrading as well. And then I think that's about it. You know, there's um, a handful of other re-releases, like, you know, the Conan movies are getting repackaged in a new Blu-ray collection. Um, but Yeah, pretty good week. Uh, pretty solid week of stuff. Agreed. All right, everyone thanks for uh oh you know you know what else came out this week that i have to mention that wasn't very good i you know i enjoyed maybe two of the of the episodes in the entire run but the new x-files season uh the event series i don't know if they're calling it like season 10 or whatever it is but um did you watch any of the new x-files did not okay well you know you didn't really miss much there's a couple of good episodes um but a lot of bad episodes i thought (laughs) I mean, the only good episode is like the one that everyone pointed out as uh, the one with Reese Darby from Flight of the Concords isn't it? And it kind of references uh, Kolchak. So that's um, pretty cool. Yeah. So definitely worth watching that one episode. But even that one I thought was a little too jokey for me. And so I kind of was like, yeah, I see what you're doing here. But, you know, <laughs> none of the I don't think any of the episodes were like as good as when Dex Files was at its peak i don't know if they're going to keep doing this if they're going to have another season it ends on a cliffhanger and so you it seems like maybe they'll do it again or do another season but i i don't think i can put myself through that uh again all right well uh we'll be back hopefully on the correct day next week and uh i guess hopefully by then we'll have some criterion stuff to talk about they were supposed to announce their september titles today and it got delayed until tomorrow so uh have you been following along with all of the rumored titles that might be announced this week
1: no i mean not outside of the older rumored stuff so I'm, i'm curious
0: so valley of the dolls seems like it might be announced tomorrow uh and beyond the valley of the dolls as well guillermo del toro has been kind of teasing at the fact that pan's labyrinth is getting a criterion release that seems maybe like it'll come in september uh, or october and then um there were a few other ones where like the phantom pages for the what is it the story of the last chrysanthemums went up and a couple of other ones let's see here what was the is
1: cat people still oh yeah happening? cat
0: people that was one that where um we saw the cover art for it and yeah. i think now the um the phantom pages for for some of the folks and cat people have gone up uh blood simple the coen brothers movie um that's going to be happening presumably we'll we'll get announced tomorrow and then uh the decalogue is another one where they've been teasing it there's been phantom pages going up so we'll see what happens tomorrow exciting all right everyone well uh have a good night we'll see you next week (laughs)